Hey guys, I am with Joseph Graves, aka Gravy, which I love talking about how to brand yourself out there. He's he was like one of the first ones that I did. Um, they usually still have the I hate buying insurance. Is that still uh, the the? Yeah, that's the name of my company. I hate buying insurance because everybody loves buying insurance. Right, that's my favorite thing. But one of my my buddies, I don't know if you ever met Adrian Adams before, but when he first went into financial planning. One of the cool things I think he did was he'd meet with clients and he'd have two things. Here's an application to start your retirement account. And here's an application to work at McDonald's. You're going to fill one of these things out someday. You get to pick which one you want to do, right? So yeah. it's, it's the reality of the situation. We, it's not necessarily something you're excited about. It's something we all got to have, right? That necessary evil, but it doesn't have to be painful. You know, 15 minutes or less is kind of a lie, but it doesn't also have to be painful. So the reason I wanted to talk to Joseph, obviously he's somebody I remembered. I actually was talking about him just last week and I was so happy when he popped into LinkedIn and left me a message to reconnect. Um, and, and he's, we found this that uh, a little bit incredible, but it's completely true. I was just talking about something that he did on a coaching call last week. Uh, and because of his branding, I didn't have to go through my Rolodex in my mind of who is this? It's gravy. Well, <laughs> And, and I pulled him right back up and reached back out to him, uh, knew who he was immediately. That was a perfect example. But he was doing a, a networking group a while back. And if, if I'm going to try to to summarize a little bit of what I think it was, and then he's going to go into some more detail on it. But he would uh, send me on Monday morning, I think it was, a, some of like what's some of the best events that he curated. <laughs> right. It curated uh, what some of the best network events. What my mind was, curated stuff is cool because it saved me an hour of time of going through Eventbrite or Meetup or all these things out there. And he picked up the best of the best. And then through that, he grew kind of his own network where he's able to start putting on his own events. So how did that all come about? Was that a, a unique idea or tell me more about that, man? Um, well, the whole networking thing started about eight years ago now. Um, just I work for myself, mostly work from home, and I don't have that office, the water cooler, to sit around and talk to people, you know, talk about the game and things. And I just stumbled upon meetup.com. It's like, wow, there's all these great events. And back then, there was roughly one or two of these business networking events a day. Now there's dozens of them all over the place. But so I just started engaging these. Um, I have my own personality and style, the way I do my business and just who I am, like a silly nickname, Gravy, a run on my last name, Graves. But I just started engaging and it became one, a social outlet, but it was also very good for business. Interesting. So your own kind of idea to, to kind of curate those and pick the groups and how did you determine which groups that you're, which <laughs> events that you're going to pick? Because it to me, when you started, I guess you kind of a, uh, morphed it into, in my mind, I, I really went to the events that you did more than I did the ones that you recommended, although I loved what you recommended. So what did that look like? Well, yeah, so for those that are watching, I started to, you could go to Eventbrite, Meetup, several other resources, um, big organizations like Network After Work, which is nationwide, started to pop up. It was like, which one should I go to? Well, I was going to a lot of them. I mean, again, working for myself, I had the freedom. I made my own schedule. I could go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner some days, literally, and work till midnight doing quotes. 
Um, <laughs> but I, so I started to go to these, and in this whole, everybody was finding their way. Right. Um, so going to these, I found the ones that I enjoyed, and then just the idea came to mind that I don't want to reach out to everybody about insurance and the latest term life insurance rates or the, the changes in this. Why not talk about networking? A lot of people were going. I was making friends. Yes, business was happening. I believe friends first, business will happen where it may. But so for myself, it was a great way to look through what was coming in the next week and map out. And you should do that. Map out where you're going to be, when you're going to be there. Uh, well, once we're allowed back out into society after this COVID lockdown. And then I just shared it with a few people and they said, this is great. So I turned it into a way to say, when I met someone at a networking event versus going, can I send you a quote? Oh, nobody wants that. It was, hey, I put together a weekly list of some, it's not all the events and it's not even an endorsement, but these are events that I've typically gone to in the past. Would you like to get that list? Yes, they would say, and that put me in front of people each and every week. So I found something to talk to people about that was relevant to them, networking, but not salesy and not all about me. Right. So how long did that live? How long were you able to do that? The only reason that ended a couple years ago is I ran into, and I hadn't discussed this with you yet and, and this, for this video, but I just, I ran into a lot of heartbreaks. Um, three years ago, my dad passed, but it was really the last, a little over two years ago, I lost a best friend, my first wife, to a car accident, the mother of my children. So that month was shot. And oh, well, that would have been a year for me, man. I don't know. Yeah, how you know, I mean, we were best friends to the end. Um, we divorced when my youngest was just two. But so I networking was a great way to build these events, going to these to build my network. And that's when I started to practice what I preached about follow up, engage people. I was better than most because I've met thousands of people. Right. <laughs> and most most of you go to these events, you have a beverage, you hand out business cards, you get a, well, I put them away. I actually have still a big stack of business cards I use as a, a demonstration and you do nothing. I was better than most, but not as good as I wanted to be. And that forced me to re-engage everybody that I had met. And I'm still, with that over 3,000 LinkedIn connections, you can only send so many messages a day. And now with this COVID-19 lockdown, I, again, I, I have built my network doing the in-person networking. Well, you have to go back. You just can't keep always, you know, if you keep planting seeds in front of you, you're never going to see the crop that's grown up behind you. Dude, I had no idea this was going that way, but one, thanks for sharing that. Because I know I, I don't want to just give you a, like a, a virtual hug. The high S in my disc profile is like going. Love those now. Right? Yeah. It's just like wanting to go out and, and love on you a little bit. And, you know, you've always had a kind of a special place in, in my mind. Uh, I mean, it was maybe like maybe 10 years ago when that the networking thing started, I would say. 2009, um, 11? Yeah, actually it was because I, 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 time flies. I'm thinking about I was I was in a second marriage that sadly, um, nobody gets married to get divorced, but did end, and that it was a, a transition then. So it was probably about nine, 10 years ago that the uh, the whole meetup and all these groups fell into my life. 
So it was, a, again, a great social outlet and has been very good for business. So practicing what he preached, he, he reached out to me through a LinkedIn message. Uh, talk to me about, and my thoughts were, this is why I thought you quit doing it, that you became a victim of your own success. It was no longer necessary because it proved, he proved your point. And I guess some, so somewhat there's some truth to that because as you're telling me kind of what you're going through, you've got so many contacts now. Walk me through what you did differently that you think you were practicing what you preach as far as what are you supposed to follow up? So when I go to a networking event, instead of having a beer and exchanging a card and going and filing it, what, what should we be doing with those? Well, I followed a process um, to the point where somebody once said, I, I, I still do handwritten and I, I should have grabbed my props, but I still do handwritten note cards. There's also great services like send out cards, but I would sit there and just pen out, not everybody, not everybody you meet at an event. Um, there you go. Perfect. Where are um, they at? Right here where I can grab them easily by the side of my desk. Mine are over there. Um, and whether you get nice ones like that or there's these boxes that you can buy at Target, you get 200 note cards for about 16 bucks and they're in so nice colors. It was like a thousand, I think I got 500 of them were like 20 bucks and I'd add in for somebody that ever gave me a referral something, a $5 generic card. Absolutely. You know, if there was something memorable about the person you met or you believe there's, you know, I'm an insurance guy. So there's all, all the natural connections for me. But even businesses, I genuinely like to be the connector. And that's, I think, the biggest key to my success is I didn't reach out about me. Yes, I did hope eventually. And, and it, it was nice when you were at an event and there's 10, 20 other insurance people in the room and someone comes up and goes, can you help me with fill in the blank? I'm like, yeah, nice, just for being yourself. But I would send a note card. I would reach out on LinkedIn. So I had a little process that I would follow. So whatever your process is to those watching, have a process, that's the main point. So I'd get their card, I'd put them into Outlook, didn't have a CRM back then. Uh, I'd find them on LinkedIn or somewhere like that. Write a handwritten note card. And then I wasn't the kind, you don't call the next day. That's, that's so salesy and cheesy. Um, meet them, engage them. Maybe a week later, I'd follow up with a phone call. If it went somewhere in a great conversation, those were relationships that I would nurture. Most of them just became great friends. Dude, you're a coach. You're a coach. You just have, you're just not getting paid for it. That's what you're a connector and a coach. <laughs> need to learn from the best. And, you know, there's the pre-crowding. That's getting dressed up and getting ready for the event. Making sure you have enough business cards or now I use a, a digital smart business card that I text people. Yeah. You know, so there's pre, there's the crowding, that's your engagement, but post crowding, right? That's 75% of it, you know, dress for the event, dress appropriately, show up, engage people, but what you do afterwards. And again, I was better than most, but not as good as I could have been. And upping my game is what has saved my business when Obamacare went to no commissions and people were passing away and um, I had a home that was supposed to take six months to remodel. It took 10 and I couldn't live in it for six months. All kinds of stuff was going on, but because of the network I had built, re-engaging people, it's like the Verizon, old Verizon commercial. That guy has a lot of people behind him. Right. The problem 
with networking that I started to see is sometimes the same people again and again and again. It was like a cult. Um, so mix up the events you go to. Go to things that aren't necessarily business networking. Go to things you enjoy, hiking groups, or there's so much on uh, Meetup and Eventbrite where you can go and engage real people in a real situation and let the relationship naturally happen. If you're a realtor or mortgage or insurance or whatever your thing is, engage people where they are, have some fun, make some friends, because people do still, even in this virtual world, still like to do business with people they, they like and know. My boss says it every day, every day, know, like, and trust. That's who we do business with, people we know, like, and trust. So, so different, different tangents that we could go off on there. So maybe we should save some of that for a, a different uh, time. But really, really good stuff, uh, Joseph Gravy. Uh, I love it, man. Thanks so much for reaching out and connecting with me. I like to kind of keep these around 15 minutes, and I think this is right on the mark. So I uh, appreciate it. So tell how do people find you? I'll put this in show notes and everything if they, uh, they want to engage with you. Well, as counterintuitive as it sounds, I actually, my domain actually just forwards to Facebook right now. Okay. I hate buyinginsurance.com. I hate buyinginsurance.com. A website's important, but we're not missing a beat. I am, I am busier right now than I have ever been yeah. because of connections, referrals, engaging your current client base. We'll get a website up, but you can email joe at ihatebuyinginsurance.com. We'd love to connect. I'll put it out there for you. Thanks so much for taking the time to share with me. I'm looking, glad we connected. I'm sure we're going to talk again soon. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thank you.